Welcome to Super Spuds. You're Hardy. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I'm Chindrika. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are we doing today? Uh, we're doing good. Uh, did we both watch the same episodes this time? <laughs> I think so. Uh, let me let me just interject before we get too far into it. You did uh -huh. a wonderful recap of the week previous because I watched the one previous and it was like spot on. Very, very nice, Jindrika. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I think from now on, I'll just not watch any more episodes and you can just <laughs> recap all of them. <laughs> How does that... Just make me watch them and then summarize to you. <laughs> does that work for you? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, that's all we got, right? Mm -hmm. okay. That's all we got. We yep. are What order ready. do you want? Oh, you know what order I want. Alphabetical? Mm-hmm. All right. Arrow. All right. What do you want to talk about first? I think I should probably talk about how I am actually not prepared. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't talk about that, but I'm, I'm going to prepare while we're talking about something. Okay. Uh, so I, I prepared by watching a show. No, no, no. I've, I've seen the show. I'm just not ready for okay. the other things that I need to do right now. Okay. <laughs> Is that okay? Sure. <laughs> Very <laughs> mysterious. Um, okay. So I, I know we've like, talked about this a million times, but I'm still so tired of Quentin and Laurel. Yeah. Is why? Because who cares? Is that why? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I love the part where Quentin brought up how he used to work for Damien Dark, and then he betrayed Damien, and Damien was the one that killed Laurel. And I'm like, yeah, you've actually been dumb your entire like character arc <laughs> in the show. <laughs> <laughs> But, but then he just went and did the same thing, right? Because he he just, like, signed the thing for uh, Diaz. And then... Yes. So Diaz is just going to kill this other Laurel, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that... It's like he hasn't learned. <laughs> <laughs> Was he trying to do that? I mean, I, like... Laurel was all like, oh my gosh, you should be scared of him. So this is a way to appease him. So let's just do this. Because, like, I don't know. So uh, Laurel came away from last episode by thinking that Diaz is even scarier than she thought. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, I don't know, like... He's I mean, always seems, supposed to be... That seems legit to me because he just burned that dude alive. Yeah. Yeah, he did. But also, like, didn't Laurel scream into someone's ear? Yeah. yeah and, like, did. turn him into ash from the head down? Like, yeah. Like, that, that's not good either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, I'm that just was like, a long scream as well. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just... I mean, it was a good, like, minute she was screaming in this dude's mm -hmm. face. I don't know how you yeah. have that much, like... She's got those Mariah Carey lungs or something, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just... I don't really see how she's moralizing here. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, But Dig's working with Argus. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And Curtis made a little pun about it. <laughs> I didn't get it at all. And then, like, I didn't even realize he was making a pun. I thought he was just being stupid, you know? And then uh, Dinah was like, even though Curtis just made a pun, and I was like, what pun did he make? And I had to, like, yes. think for a minute. And I was like, oh, oh, I get it. I get it. I like how they told us that they're making a pun. <laughs> Because, of, like, they tested it. They, like, did a little testing on the, on, like, people to see if they would catch the pun. And nobody did. 
Yeah, well, there's some other show this week that also, like, they made a pun and then also told the audience that it was a pun. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is just the pun week. <laughs> yeah. It seems like they do a lot of recurring themes in, in these uh, these weekly episodes. They do, yeah. You guess unintentional? You think that's intentional? Um... I don't know if it's intentional or not, but I don't think it's a coincidence. What? What? <laughs> like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily planned, but I think the people working on the shows are like working together or are sure, the same people. Sure. So I think it just like happens. I can believe that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, the the fun part was just like Curtis and Dinah and Renee getting together and oh like Zoe uh was all like, Oh yeah, I, I know you're all vigilantes. Like <laughs> I, I know everything. <laughs> so in the weird. the first scene that they were in, they just all mm -hmm. broke off into the little group and started talking about like Diaz and all this stuff. And I was like, wait a minute. They're like not even <laughs> ten feet away from Zoe. What can't she hear? And then she was like, I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> there's a time when like little children are like young enough that if you just talk adult stuff then like they don't really care mm -hmm. but zoe's past that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i like zoe yeah she's funny mm -hmm. she seemed like she was going to be like a super minor character Actually, Renee mm -hmm. seemed like he was going to be a super minor character, but now he's like, mm. he's like around the whole time and doing stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was actually worried that since I had Renee up in the hospital for so long and didn't show him that he might be leaving the show, but mm -hmm. uh, it didn't seem like he was. So I was happy about that. Yeah. Is especially with yeah, especially with this PTSD and stuff. I was thinking that that might be an out for him. Like, oh, I got to spend time with Zoe. And it almost was. Mm hmm I guess it is. I yeah. don't really know. Did they resolve that at the end of the episode? Well, so Dick just told him to compartmentalize, and then Curtis is like, we'll help you. And uh, then Zoe was like, oh, yeah, I'm cool with you almost dying every night. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> uh. Yeah. Chandrika, hold, wait, hold on. We didn't do things proper. Oh, what did we not do? We didn't even mention the week. Oh, ah, okay. What week was it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the 23rd. Okay. That's what I have written down, so it's probably true. I think that's right, because, yes. <laughs> Good job, us. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really make any difference now that we're like already, you know, what, 25 minutes into the episode or whatever, but you know. <laughs> it's all fine. Um, I guess the only other thing that happened was that Oliver and Anatolia are friends again. Yeah, maybe. It seemed like he successfully convinced Anatoly that Oliver is the one that has honor and not Diaz, and therefore Anatoly should help him out. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know what's happening there. Also, something, something in Moscow to like uh, make amends for Anatoly in the Bratva or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I didn't really follow, but he eh. he tried to clear Anatoly's name, or I guess mm -hmm. he did clear Anatoly's name. With right, the Bratva, yeah. so he can he can go back, but Anatoly doesn't want to go back. Mm hmm Yeah. So Yeah, I'm I wanna see Dig work with Curtis and Dinah and Renee. Yeah. They oh, they they came up with like Yeah. Uh they they had like a little new team name at one point. Didn't they call themselves the Star City Rockets? I think that was a uh an actual team that was yeah well like there's a houston rockets but like no i mean i mean i think that's a team in star city like a, a sport team oh 
<laughs> I don't think that was the name. I think I think that was Ah. <laughs> uh. I don't follow the sports inside the DC universe to know this. I don't either, but I, <laughs> it was, <laughs> Curtis made a joke it. that everybody was like, uh, Voltron or Power Rangers or whatever. And then mm-hmm. he was like, or whatever thing you identify with. And then Dinah said the rockets. And he was mm-hmm. like, is that sports? In typical nerd yeah. fashion. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I don't, I still, I still don't think they have a name. They need a name. Yes, they do. Mm. I'm not going to come up with it, Chandra, if that's what you're waiting for. Well, we, we clearly need Cisco to come up with a name. Mm. I yeah. don't know about that because melting point, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... There were like, there were two things that were said in this that were not said. There was something that was said that was weird to me. And okay. then I had like a, a, a what, what's it called when you wear the tinfoil hat? What is, what, is it, what is it called? When you're being a skeptic? Yeah, yeah. I had a skeptic. A skeptic? What? No, conspiracy. I had a conspiracy. Okay. <laughs> a conspiracy theory, <laughs> not a conspiracy. I'm not, I'm not conspiring. Uh, so... <laughs> The first thing is that somebody was talking. I don't remember who said it, but somebody was like, we deal with all sorts of stuff in the black market, like guns and drugs and cryptocurrency. And I was like, cryptocurrency? I didn't, I didn't catch that part. Is this like a Bitcoin ad? Oh, Chandrika, have I got a video for you to watch? We're not going to talk about it right now, but I'm going to send you a link. Okay. And I think you should watch this video. Um, but I... I don't know why they threw cryptocurrency into the black market there. That seemed like a weird, mm-hmm. a weird like <laughs> jab at somebody that I'm not sure who it was or why it was. Uh huh. But it was said. Anyway, I so my, you. my my conspiracy theory. Uh, so mm-hmm. Diaz has like all sorts of people in Star City under his thumb, right? right. Do you think mm-hmm. that any of the Argus agents are also bought? Ooh. Oh, that's conceivable and would be terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I think so. Oh, wow. Huh. Okay. So you think that Argus is also under Diaz? No, no, no. No, no, no. I was just thinking about it when Dig was like, here's Mm -hmm. the thing we're going to do with Diaz and here's how we're going to get him. Like, what if Mm -hmm. one of those agents was bought? Like... The whole mm-hmm. the whole thing goes to is compromised at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. That's that's pretty bad. That would be bad. <laughs> I guess we have to see if that plays out. I don't think that that's going is to. feasible. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, you know that the writers listen to us, so <laughs> next thing you know, that's what's going to be up. <laughs> I think if that's the case, then there's just no way to resolve this, right? Like the only way you yeah. get out of this is by killing Diaz. Hmm. I don't know that they're going to yeah. do that. Yeah. Hmm. He's just one person. Surely they should be able to get like take him out at some point. Well, I don't know. They had the one on one with uh Ollie and Diaz and he didn't he didn't lose, you know? Well yeah. So the thing is that uh Diaz doesn't play by the rules, so you should just know that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like but, I feel like Oliver should be smart enough to know this by now. Yes, yes, I agree. But also Oliver said he was gonna break his neck. Right? Like, that's not... <laughs> how is that that's honorable? That's not how you... Because, you know, it was hand-to-hand, and you knew what weapons were on the table. So when the stabbing came out, you knew that one person was not honorable. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't think I understand that. Yeah. I had a very random question. Um, so at one point, Curtis talks about how he was an Olympic decathlon medalist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought he was a gymnast. No, no. 
No, no. Oh. Decath- okay. Decathloneer. Okay. Okay. I so I, I just term. misremembered. Mm. Uh. Okay. All right. But the, I thought he, Curtis forgot what he meddled in. <laughs> Curtis, come on. I feel like that was a well-placed uh, reminder of why he's mm-hmm. a superhero. Because then yes. in the next scene, he just like jumps between trucks and stuff. And he climbs all these walls and things. And he tries to run down a, an accelerating vehicle. <laughs> I think Curtis might be one of my favorite superheroes. <laughs> Because he's just, like, so nerdy and he's all, like, fair play. <laughs> he has these, like, little floating balls that, like, go out and do all his investigation work for him. And like, he's just fun. But he's also, like, he's also got some skills, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he has uh, all the Olympic skills. <laughs> all ten of them. chasing moving vehicles and jumping from wall to wall right exactly those are are two of the olympic sports you can get a medal in right yes (laughs) yes that's two of them that feels like some uh, strongman competitions (laughs) yeah (laughs) Mm. anything else I don't know. I think it was just a pretty decent episode. Not mm-hmm. like not great like the last one. Like I know you didn't feel very strongly about it, but I thought the last one was great. But this one was just you know it's okay. It wasn't as bad. Mm-hmm. I think because mm-hmm. I feel like the thing that I don't like in Arrow is Oliver Queen, and I think the more episodes yeah. that have him being the focus are ones that I really mm-hmm. don't like. Like that whole arc with him and Anatoly. Also, I don't like Anatoly. He's just a boring mm. character but like that whole season where it was all oliver and anatoly i just was over mm-hmm. like as soon as it started mm-hmm. it was just very boring i don't know yeah i think i like this episode more just because we had dig interacting in a like normal way with other people who were mm-hmm. not oliver <laughs> so yeah and like all the oliver stuff was just like compartmentalized so like he just does thing with anatoly whatever but like the other stuff was actually more fun. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think kind of furthered the plot a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well. And, yeah. All right. Uh, Flash? All right. Flash feelings. Flash emotions. (laughs) (laughs) They're so flashy. (laughs) I like how in the first, like, two minutes, so Harry and Iris were at the therapist, and Barry's like, uh, wait, did I say Harry? I meant Barry. Yeah. Uh, Barry... (laughs) Barry and Iris are the therapist, and Barry's like, yeah, death doesn't phase me. Everyone I know has died, like my mom, Eddie, Ronnie, HR. Like, oh, wow. (laughs) When you put it like that. And then there was, like, another part later in the episode where they, like, talked about, um, like, who Black Siren was. Yeah. yeah, And they also went through the whole thing, and it was like, "Mm mm-hmm. Black Canary and the other Black Canary and they died and came back and White Canary. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really sure they... why they mentioned uh, uh, Ronnie. Yeah. I mean, were Ronnie and Barry close? Like they, he was only they in like really... four or five episodes. And like half of those episodes he was an enemy. He was uh, Caitlin's ex-fiance or husband. And part of uh, Firestorm when it was Stein and Ronnie. Yes. Yes. All of that. But like for most of the first season, they like they never showed the guy. And then like he mm-hmm. was only there for a very small amount of time. And it's not mm-hmm. like Barry wasn't part of Star Labs before he got superpowers, you know? 
Right, yeah. So, like, Cisco would know Ronnie, but yeah. Barry didn't know Ronnie that well. <laughs> I don't think so. Not enough to be upset about, I think. Yeah. Or, wait, was it the therapist that mentioned Ronnie's name? But also, how does the therapist know all the people that... Yeah. Oh, also, so if the therapist said all these people's names, how did the therapist even know about HR? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have many questions now. I, I'm just imagining that they've been telling stories about, like, like, like uh, unearthing the past and, like, talking about things. Uh-huh. Okay, so maybe they talked about HR but didn't helpfully point out that HR looks exactly like what Eobard Thorn looked like. <laughs> it pro- probably didn't mention that Eobard Thorn was, uh, Eo- Eobard Thorn was a uh, speedster from the future that came back and stole somebody's face and also killed the person <laughs> whose face he stole. I don't think he mentioned, I- I'm going to go out on a limb here, Tadrika, and I'm going to say that he didn't mention that. Okay. I can neither confirm nor deny, but I don't think that they talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> so like iris wants them to talk to the therapist but barry doesn't want to so then they uh go grab uh leo from earth x like before, a day before, before we, he's supposed to get married before we go yeah. too far on the rest of the story mm-hmm. what's up with iris's denim jumpsuit what was that about uh i noticed the sling i didn't really notice the jumpsuit <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what's just what you do when your arm is in a sling. You wear jumpsuits. Wait, did she still have it in this episode? Or was she healed? Uh she had a sling. Okay. Yeah, she had a sling all episode. Alright, alright. Yeah. That seems about right, I think. Cause she did get like stabbed with a sword. Also, mm-hmm. sorry, let's go back to last week. How did that fight okay. even happen? Right? Marlies can like chop bullets. I don't think so. Get out of here with that. That is the biggest BS I've seen in a long time. Yeah, the fight with the sword and the gun. I don't I don't even understand how that works. She she fired off like six shots at her, right? It wasn't like I could I could let one go, right? Be like, oh mm-hmm. Marlise, wow, she's pretty she's pretty good. But then she just like pew, 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 pew. like I don't think so. I do not think so. Yeah, <laughs> it was not their most believable moment. <laughs> We're just saying a lot, I think. I know because that was like the most normal fight that happened there, right? It was mm-hmm. one person with a gun, one person with a sword, uh-huh. right? It wasn't yes. one person with a gun and a robot samurai. It wasn't one person <laughs> that was uh who else was fighting there? It was it was Dibney, who's Mr. Stretch mm-hmm. Guy, fighting a, mm-hmm. a reanimated Tyrannosaurus skeleton. Like it wasn't that. Right, like <laughs> Right, because it was Ralph versus the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. But like the most realistic the most uh believable fight was the least realistic fight. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that takes effort. <laughs> You gotta level the playing field. <laughs> also, I know I gave you a compliment that you did a great retelling, but I think you kind of oversold the uh, omelet thing with. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It, I did laugh when he talked about making omelets with the hat on, but. <laughs> but it wasn't as memorable. <laughs> <laughs> no. I wouldn't have remembered it, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I I often feel like I need a thinking cap to remember how to cook eggs. So <laughs> it's, it, it, I can't remember what the thing was. I wish I could remember what he calls it, but I would have said it immediately once you said it because that's what he does whenever somebody calls it a thinking cap. He always says, like, "Oh the real yeah, name. And intelligence booster." There it is. <laughs> <laughs> he like he gets so bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he has these little things that he like needs to say <laughs> properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So they brought Leo back to be the like philanthropist. <laughs> oh, I did write it down. Intelligence booster. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, see, if you'd had an intelligence boost of your own, <laughs> then you would have seen that before. Thinking cap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, yeah, 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 let's move on, move on. Leo, Leo. <laughs> yeah, so Leo's back uh, the day before his wedding. Yeah. So, yeah, I was confused about why they just got Leo from this earth i guess is this the only other leo that they know uh i think probably okay i mean and he then exists I was in also... the other universes but i don't know that they've interacted with him yeah okay and we we saw another bad laurel yeah this time it was nazi laurel yeah siren x yeah which i mean do they Yes. <laughs> Go for it. So for for us watching and seeing the different uh, universes, it's very mm-hmm. helpful that these people have different names, right? Like <laughs> yes. Dark Arrow, Siren X. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But do these people like name their universe and then name themselves after their universe? Like... Also, how right? do they so, how do they decide that their universe? I can see why uh, the 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 like pompous, vain people of our of, of the current universe say things like mm-hmm. we're Earth Prime, Earth One, right? Because right, right, they're the ones that are like leading the show, right? But mm-hmm. how does someone just like be okay with being? called earth two like or i mean the person's not earth two but like how do they how how are they just like yeah i'm from earth two like what no why why are you Mm -hmm. like what's the order here yeah right right yeah so like other people called this earth earth x and now her name is siren x because other people told her where she lives (laughs) but like (laughs) she had that name she like chose that name or something or like or whatever right because uh leo was like oh yeah siren x right like like (laughs) Like they just like, how do they get the X? Where does that come from? You know, and it's not like so. That's the thing is that uh, people aren't aware of the multiverse, right? Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't until season what two that they even found out about it on on Earth Prime or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So like, right? What? Yeah. How are we supposed <laughs> to believe that Nazi Laurel was like, yeah, I'm going to be Siren X? Like, I don't know. Taking a lot of, uh, I just, I just, uh, whatever. Um, but yes, Nazi Laurel's back. Mm-hmm. Or not back, yeah. but she's, she's here. Right, she's here. And she's here and uh, she can not only scream sonic screams, she can also hear sonically. Yeah. So it goes two ways now. How do you feel about that? Uh, she's way more dangerous, and why isn't anyone else that cool? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I thought you were going to have a different reaction to that. <laughs> what do you think I was going to react with? Uh, I thought you were going to ask, like, how is that possible? There's no way. Da, 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 da. I mean, like, how is a sonic scream possible? Like... <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I had way more problems with the nuclear fallout guy. Yeah, dude. let's talk about that. So I feel like I feel like this is good. We're going back to our roots here, Chandrika. There was, <laughs> okay. there was that one episode that we did very early on where he uh-huh. was he was in there and you went mm-hmm. on a tirade for about you know 10, 15 minutes. Uh so I I more than welcome right. you to do it again if you feel so inclined. If the if the spirit right. speaks to you. It it does. So uh, they they go and like put him up in the suit because they want to like uh, protect themselves from this guy. And then Caitlin's also like, "Well, I'm gonna immunize all of us against him in case like he breaks out of a suit." And so she injects all of them in the neck again. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> why I don't know. But at least when, at least uh, this time she can see their veins, right? Like she can she can find where it's supposed to go. It didn't look like she was really looking for a vein, though. She just like I know. (laughs) So she she immunized them with atomized DTPA and potassium iodide, and she said that it was only good for two or three hours. 
I don't know what um, that means. What is it? Is that important? Yes. Okay. So potassium iodide is um, so if you're exposed to volatile radioactive iodine and you are breathing it in, then you want to outcompete it. So basically, iodine will always um, uh, like concentrate in your thyroid. Your thyroid is constantly uh, actively uptaking any iodine in your system and like storing it. And so if you outcompete it with non-radioactive iodine, then your thyroid is not going to be taking up the radioactive stuff because you're just like uh, flooding your system with not radioactive iodine. So like potassium iodide tablets are normal and you just like swallow a pill and it's fine. You don't need to be injected with this in, the, in your neck <laughs> is what I'm saying. Um, as far as atomized DTPA, I don't really know what she's trying to do with this because like it just like chelates cations and I don't know what it's supposed to be emitting from this dude, but if they're looking for iodine, iodine is an anion. It's a negatively charged thing. So, like, I, I don't know what they're trying to do with this DTPA business. Okay. Also, okay, and, and she also claimed that it was only good for two to, th two to three hours. Uh, the half-life of iodine getting out of your thyroid is much longer than that. <laughs> like, days. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I know it's, like, nice to be scared <laughs> in TV, but just take a pill and chill. <laughs> like... <laughs> Shindriga, let me tell you a little story. Yeah. Originally, the title was going to be Flash Feelings. <laughs> Is it take a chill and take a pill and chill now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have more? That's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, what do you think about Barry with a tuning fork? The tuning fork came back. Came back. I told you it was a tuning fork. <laughs> I thought you were joking. I thought nope. I thought it was something that looked like an actual tuning fork, and you were just like, "Oh, that's a tuning fork." But yeah, a... Hardy, I don't lie. <laughs> I see this now. I see the error in my ways. Yeah, it's full on tuning fork. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like a feasible idea. Mm-hmm. Seems like it should have worked, but he's but an elastic now man with, now. Yeah, he's just too stretchy. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, we were talking about parallels between episodes. So, like, last episode in Arrow, we had... Uh, What's his face? Renee um, just frees up in the field. Mm -hmm. And this time we had Barry freeze up in the field when he hears Ralph's voice. Yeah. Yeah. And there's another uh, parallel between this and Supergirl that we can talk to when we get to that. Okay. Do you want to foreshadow it or just wait? Nope. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Chandrika, th um, these episodes aren't that long that we need to like foreshadow. Okay. <laughs> also, I put, oh, oh, I put I... the times in the in the descriptions. So you can just mm -hmm. zoom to that part and then listen if you really want to, you know? Yeah. Um, I wrote down the pun from this episode. <laughs> What was that? When Leo Leo told Barry, there's no outrunning grief. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and then he was also like, yes, that was a pun. <laughs> I feel like Leo is a really good character on this episode, on, on the show. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was, yeah. he was also really good on Legends, but like, I feel like the way that he's being portrayed or like the act, the way he's acting or whatever is like really good because mm -hmm. it's like mm. uh, he'll like talk about he'll like say things that nobody else will, is willing to say and like mm -hmm. force people to to like 
act on the things that they're thinking on, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't keep things bottled up. He knows how to communicate, and he knows everyone well enough to make them, like, open themselves up to. Yeah. And he just, like, he's also been through a lot of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So he has, like, a, yeah. a good perspective on what people are going through as well. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish that we would see the Ray. That's his fiance's mm-hmm. name, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, cause like he, we've uh, he left Legends to go propose, and now he's like about to go get married. I hope they like come back, cause I also <laughs> liked that Ray, <laughs> and also like that Ray is from this Earth too. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. But now that he's got the little uh, mini breacher, he ought to be able to come out. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Yeah, maybe they'll like hang out sometime. Oh, because, yeah, Cisco said that they should come over to this earth for their honeymoon, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So... Uh, also, what? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So, uh, Caitlin's missing Killer Frost and everything, and so that's why they got, uh, Leo, because he has a cold gun. Um, but then, uh, when it's, like, the climactic scene, and, um, they're trying to fight Sirenex and, um, contain Fallout... All of a sudden, Leo has a gun and uh, Caitlin also has a cold gun. And I didn't know how there are two cold guns all of a sudden. So Leo has his gun, right, from from his right. universe. But they also yes. had Captain Cold's gun. Like the, <laughs> the one that the snart from the, their Earth had. It just wasn't like fixed or something or whatever. And Cisco's okay. like, oh, it's going to take at least a day for this to happen. Right. Ah, okay. But, but it took like a couple hours, apparently. So he's a miracle worker. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, I also didn't really know what they did with Siren X at the end. Like, did did they knock her out and just like put her in the pipeline? Or yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember anything. I didn't. To be honest with you. Yeah, like I wasn't curious enough to like rewind and watch it again, but I feel like it wasn't really shown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's see what else happened. Devoe and Marlise are are on the out and out. Mm-hmm. Do you think like, it'll stick this time? Uh, I don't know. I could see her. I could see her defecting to. Uh, I almost said Team Arrow. I could see her defecting to Team Flash, and like um, mm-hmm. asking for help to get, like the powers mm-hmm. removed from him or something like that, so that it's now mm. just Devoe and he's back in his chair, and then he like mm. loves her again. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But also, yeah, because who knows, right? Well, because she she does love De- Devoe or like who he used to be, mm-hmm. but. This Devoe with, like, what his ambition has turned him into, like, actively shuns emotions. And yeah. so she's empathizing more with Barry than he than she is with Devoe now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And she had that yeah, scene that's... where she was trying to explain to him that no matter how well he can calculate, he can't figure mm-hmm. out what people are thinking or, like, or their emotions mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, that was, like really good acting because well not really good but like it was like good acting because she when she said that she realized that that's why she's like frustrated with him because mm-hmm. he can't yeah. tell what she's feeling you know mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like that was yeah it's a layered scene yeah because like she's uh discovered in the past that devoe was lying to her or tricking her and then uh because this is like an episode or two ago where Devoe just like kept mm-hmm, wiping her memory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like she's known that he was lying to her, but this is on a different level, I think. Because 
DeVoe doesn't realize that anything's wrong, so he's not even going to try to fix it because he, he thinks it's fine. Yeah, what's going on with that? Is is have they got? Uh, I assume they've gotten out of that loop because they've moved on, right? Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, is she? Was that whole loop just so she would work on the chair? Like, is that, is that what was happening? <laughs> I don't know if that loop was intentional or not. So I feel like. Uh, she was recording that message to herself, and then DeVoe would always catch her then. But then I don't know if it was so that she could actually finish the chair or... Because, like, presumably Marlise could just, like, finish the chair anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. But you think that she couldn't finish the chair without figuring out the lying part? I have no idea. I just know that, yeah. like, he'd been re-wiping her memory every time and then now she's like mm-hmm. doing her thing also what does that do to her brain because like we saw that harry's brain is fried now like he's just actively forgetting things and will have to relearn everything maybe that's why she can chop bullets out of the air it's because she's like <laughs> half half dark matter or whatever what is it dark uh, <laughs> what is it dark matter is it Okay. That's what that's what <laughs> Harry had. <laughs> so yeah, maybe that's why she was such a good uh swords person. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still mm. I'm still questioning that fight. <laughs> I think they just needed to level the playing field cuz like if you have one fight that's between a person and a dinosaur, you have to make the normal looking fight also just as ridiculous. <laughs> I kind of appreciate that they didn't show Joe's fight because I don't know <laughs> what would have happened there with old man Joe with his gun and a samurai sword <laughs> fighting a, a robot samurai. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, so at the end, Cisco like figures out that um, Harry's been dosing himself and all that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Cisco's like, "All right, we're just gonna jumpstart your brain." <laughs> I wonder what that entails. Because <laughs> he's just like, oh, well, you got to tell everyone, but I'm going to help you. But you like the price of me helping you and jumpstarting your brain is you got to tell everyone else. Yeah. Which so this is this is also an interesting uh, perpendicular or skew to um, arrow. That's mm. a, little, a little math term for you there, a little math pun. But uh, it's it's not a parallel. Is it orthogonal? It, I don't think it's ortho- like Okay, anyway. So it Harry's got this thing that's going on in his in his brain, and he's not talking about it. Mm-hmm. And like people have to, to find out, you know. Renee mm-hmm. had like a thing that was going on in his brain, and he talked to people about it, right? He talked to Dick mm. first, and then when mm-hmm. that wasn't working – he was like, "Hey, I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it out in the field," and he like mm-hmm. just he like didn't hold it in, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's the whole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like basically, Renee and Curtis have uh, higher emotional intelligence than Harry <laughs> and Dinah. Don't forget Dinah. And Dinah, yes. Well, did Dinah bottle things in? I mean. She might be better now, but she definitely <laughs> had some secrets with the whole Vince situation. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, sure. I don't know if she's quite at the level of Curtis. <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You got anything right. else? Anything else? <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> I think I know what that means. Supergirl. Um, so I know you haven't watched much Star Trek, uh, but this was basically an episode of Star Trek Next Generation. Cool. Well, Chandrik, <laughs> it's been a great week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> was it because of Zook? Is that why it was an episode of uh, Star Trek? No, not Zook. So, um, Marin, is that his name? Mm-hmm. John's dad? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Marin walks around in the those like old robes, the Martian robes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like having these psychic episodes where everyone around him uh, starts getting into fights. And it's like the Martian version of uh, Alzheimer's or something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that happened with Sarek in an episode of Star Trek. And Vulcans also wear extremely similar robes. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> uh, when Sarek was like basically going through dementia, he also uh, influenced everyone on the Enterprise into getting into fights for no reason. So it was exactly the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're scraping the bottom of the barrel, it sounds like. So oh, but <laughs> the thing that I'm getting out of this is that uh, Vulcans are psychic. Is that? Yes. Yes. They're, they're touch telepaths, except um, when Sarek was going through uh, uh, like the dementia stuff, he just projected everyone around him too, without even having to touch them. Oh, okay. All mm-hmm. right. All right. Yeah. Because I, I know they did the, the whole mind meld thing, right? And, mm-hmm. and all that sort yeah. of nonsense. But right. I didn't realize they could, they could like, project, as you said. They, they normally can't. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just, like, the robes and, like, how they looked and, like, just everything <laughs> was so Vulcan. <laughs> 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 all right yeah so this was a very um, uh it was a, a a lot of episode i feel like it was a lot of episode it was heavy yeah they had some yeah. some good jokes at the start Mm-hmm. you know oh well i don't know if they were good but they had jokes at the start <laughs> 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 there was a uh, car's uh, line about going back to the salt mines you know, and then, <laughs> and then she's getting ready to go, and she's like slowly unbuttoning her shirt. Everybody looks at her, and they're like, <laughs> and she's like, "What? I like this shirt." That was great. Which I guess just uh, says that she's been ripping her buttons off every single time she goes into Supergirl. I know. <laughs> so I like. I know that this is the thing that like Superman and Supergirl just like rip their shirts off and like they're mm-hmm. wearing the Superman costume or whatever underneath. Mm-hmm. But how do the capes work? <laughs> <laughs> Still don't understand how capes fit. It's a Kryptonian polysynthetic blend or whatever, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Polymetallic blend. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> Oh, uh, what else? Then, yeah. then Wynn was uh, doing his little jokes, and he was like, you know, as they say on the farm, <laughs> he said something I can't remember what it was, which is just very, very funny. Uh, yeah, know. that one I was just like, wait, what farm? What? <laughs> and then he said something else. I can't remember what he said, but it was also funny. I like that they mix up the really heavy with, like, little one-liners. Yeah. It almost... So the way that this episode started, it had a bit of a a Legends feel to it. But then Mm. it just, like, went real serious. I was like, oh, well, that was fun for a couple minutes. (laughs) Because of the jokes? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I guess they didn't really intersperse it as much. It just, like, started... With a, light, a note of levity, and then it went deep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it was the yeah. suit up thing. That's what he was. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I say it? Suit up. <laughs> <laughs> I like the part where they're playing charades, and Marin was just like shape shifting. <laughs> I feel like that's the best way to play charades. <laughs> And then, like, he also just cheated by mind reading. 
great. <laughs> yeah. He's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had Clara and Manel kind of deal with some of their issues and actually talk about it. Or Clara talked about it in strong terms. Through the vehicle of cape tricks again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like in the opening uh, scenes, they had to throw that cape tricks line in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I appreciated it. She was like, how did you do that? Cape tricks. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a, a, a discipline, you know, like, <laughs> yes, you know, jujitsu or karate or cape tricks, mm-hmm. oh. cape tricks. <laughs> <laughs> it's where you have a long piece of cloth coming from your back and then you wrap it around something and then you pull it really hard. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to get the angle just right. And you got to like plant your feet just right. <laughs> it's all on your footing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they they had it out out and out. Oh, I'm sorry. Also, also on capes, was that Monel's original suit? I don't remember it looking like that. I don't think it was the, that color. I thought his original suit was uh, black or gray. It definitely was not red and blue like Supergirls. So there was the outfit that he wore almost all the time, right? But there was one suit before that. That was like a super superhero suit, you know, but I don't remember it being, uh, you know, so, so bulbous in areas and like, (laughs) (laughs) and like, so like, I don't know, like out there, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't remember it being this suit either. But also that was like a year ago. So who who really knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But anyway, he he had that for a little bit and he was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. And then he just wore like black pants or something like like standard deo outfit yeah i remember just like the deo outfit yeah yeah anyway so they had they had it out Mm-hmm. i'm glad that Kara, like even though it was um kind of because because it was because she was under the influence and stuff but i liked that she called him out for uh being such a jerk originally and then coming back and being holier than thou about everything Mm-hmm. So, it's it's good to talk at, talk things out. <laughs> yeah. Even if it is seven years later, from his perspective. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's a whole mess. <laughs> <laughs> The important thing is that Clara is getting closure. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's her show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's not called Monel, huh? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there are like some parallels between um how John was uh protecting or attempting to protect uh his dad. Uh, and how Lena was protecting, uh, Sam, right? Okay. Um, cause like they both knew what was going on. Uh, but Lena is not telling anyone else that, Hey, I know who rain is mm-hmm. when like mm-hmm. everyone is looking for rain. Also, she's and like then... best friends with Supergirl. So I don't know what's happening there. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Lena hasn't told either of her best friends who are the same person. <laughs> i'm not sure why she would tell Kara though oh i guess because she's a reporter is she still a reporter supposedly yes okay yeah and like Kara is friends with samantha Samantha, so like wait a minute wait a minute we haven't seen anything that's happened at catco what is what is going on there lena's been gone for weeks james is he uh, in charge again He's in charge, but he's also just, like, finding after Lena and bringing her dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, waiting by the phone. I think their relationship is very cute. I, I like, think so, too. I feel like you're saying a lot of negative stuff about it, but I think it's a very cute relationship. I, I mean it endearingly. 
<laughs> no, like I I liked that Lena just said, "Oh, hey, I'm busy, but like I really appreciate this." And and then James was like trying to give her the space to like, you know, eat in peace. Like I feel like as ridiculous as this relationship is, considering how much time they've been able to spend together, like they actually do like and respect each other. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Sorry, I'm laughing because I I keep writing down Lana instead of Lena. <laughs> <laughs> Not Lana. Lena. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's a good relationship. I I'm yeah. fearful that she's gonna like come up to him one day and be like, Hey, I'm done, bro and then just like take off. Like I thought hmm. I thought she was gonna say that at the end of this episode. Because she was like, mm-hmm. hey, I need to tell you something. And I was like, oh, no, it's happening. They're done. Mm-hmm. And then she didn't. <laughs> so that's pretty good. I feel like the surprising thing with Lena is that she just continues to be good and just like yeah, uh, talks it out. Yeah. Or like even in this situation when like she didn't tell anyone who Rain was, but she said like, hey, I'm helping an employee of mine. Mm-hmm. And like I had to like keep things under discretion yeah so like she said what she could so she's being as open as she thinks she can be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah if only she knew but that yeah, so, james was guardian then they could have a full-on conversation right right yeah <laughs> or she knew that car was <laughs> <laughs> which i mean at this point why not tell her huh her mom already <laughs> knows right Yes, her mom does know. So what? Yeah. What is? What's she hiding from at this point? <laughs> hmm. Ooh. Do you think that there's going to be a um, moment of betrayal where Lena realizes that everyone but her knows? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so sad. Because <laughs> it is everybody, isn't it? Yes. Huh. <laughs> wow, yeah. it is everybody. <laughs> the only person that doesn't know is her and Sam, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even even uh, Calista Flockhart knows, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Sorry, that's not her name, but I don't can't remember what her name. Cat. Is. Cat oh, of right, Catco. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, like, uh, I I sort of respect Lena for uh, keeping Samantha's privacy intact. But at the same time, like, this is also something that affects the entire world. Uh, And I don't know if she can actually keep Rain under control or like, I feel like Rain would be able to, like, get out of this room. Yeah, I don't know how she can keep her in there. Yeah, so I feel like that's just a scary thing that is going to blow up in her face. And then that's why the situation with Jean, where he was trying to protect his dad and like not tell his friends what his dad was going through, just made everything a million times worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then like his dad had the psychic episode in the middle of the DEO, and like all the aliens broke out of the prisons. So you're saying Lena should have been in there so she could have realized her folly. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Is that not where you were going with that? Uh, I feel like they just made the same mistake uh, independently and Jean's already paid for it, but Lena hasn't yet. Oh, oh wow. Huh. So you're, right? so you're saying in one of the future episodes... Things are going to get crazy. Yeah, it's going to blow up in Lena's face. And then she's going to be all like, oh, wow, why did I think that I could control you? And I should have, like... Yeah, I mean, I get that she doesn't want everyone to just imprison her friend. Because Samantha is one of her really good friends. Mm -hmm. But Rain is a big problem. And... She does have, like, Lena does have other friends that she should be able to trust, such as Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. 
don't know. It's like kind of a weird moral gray area. Uh, but I, I think I fall on a different side than Lena does. She's a lawful neutral. So where are you? Which? <laughs> <laughs> I think she's prioritizing Samantha's well-being, and I would prioritize the rest of the world. <laughs> So chaotic neutral. <laughs> I don't think it maps to that. Are you sure there's nine choices here? It's mm-hmm. it's possible, right? Sure. <laughs> Your alignment tells you. Okay, everything, yeah. So I'm lawful. I'm lawful good, and Lena is chaotic good. All right, we've settled yes. it. We've settled it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. So now yeah. Lena knows, and now Sam knows who Rain is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now the healing can begin. Hopefully. I, I don't know how Samantha. Well, yeah, so I guess the first step is knowing that you're Rain, knowing that you're this psychotic monster. Um, how do you. Where do you go from there? <laughs> You know, so here's here's the thing. Here's the thing that I just that kind of burns me up about Sam, Samantha, whatever her name is. Okay. Uh, she had that first uh, scene where mm-hmm. she like lifted up the girder or whatever it was, the scaffolding off of uh, mm-hmm. her daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Whoa, that was weird, right?" So I can I can mm-hmm. kind of see being like, uh, oh, whatever. And then mm-hmm. she got shot and just had a bullet mm-hmm. sitting in her her blouse, mm-hmm. and she like, she was like, "What's going yeah. on? What's up with that?" And mm-hmm. then Lena's like, "Yeah, you're rain." And she's like, "No, how could that's stupid? That can't be like, why didn't she yeah. put the pieces together at that point instead of she having was just a temper tantrum in- the whole time?" Yeah, she's just like in complete denial because she was just like, "No, I'm just like from Scranton. It's fine." Like what? <laughs> <laughs> like you've seen the yeah like she has noticed oddities about herself yeah she just like did not want to believe it and but she also like recognized that she had superpowers right yeah she did like she was willing to take like that she... part of it but not the part where she mm-hmm. where her alter ego killed a bunch of people i guess mm-hmm. but she also claimed that she didn't have any superpowers to lena which is the weird she, part. That's the part that burns me up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I don't, I'm not that I don't know if she had like selective. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she was just like trying to free, actively forget about it or lie to herself or I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm really glad that it was resolved within this episode as well, because I don't think I could have mm-hmm. taken more than one episode of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm glad it was resolved, but I still can't believe that that little holding cell contained rain. (laughs) (laughs) I was sure that she's going to get out of there. And then uh, at the end, like, it was so touching when, like, Lena turned off the force field and, like, walked in to, like, hug her friend and everything. Mm -hmm. But, like, Sam is really emotional. So how do you know she's not going to turn into rain now? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like... I was mm. I was half thinking that she was just uh, faking that she had gone back to being Sam, mm-hmm. and was yeah, just same. gonna like rip her head off or something. Yeah. See, this is why I don't think that Lena's making the right decision because I don't think that Lena can handle Rain by yeah. herself. Yeah. Hmm. But I guess since she can sedate her remotely, then she's fine with whatever. Yeah, which is also all kinds of weird. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Mm. So then we ended up with dead birds dropping from the sky. Pestilence. Yep. So pestilence turns into blight? Is that it? Something like that. And Pestilence is one of the world killers that's already out there. Yeah. Uh, not Rain. Okay. 
Okay. Because at some point I had confused myself and was thinking that rain turned into blight, but pestilence turned into blight. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> World killers are bad. <laughs> That's Apparently. What I yes. Yeah. Anything else? Yes. Can you refresh my memory on this? So mm -hmm. there was a scene where Jean was talking and mm -hmm. he had his hands up in the in the the scene and he had a ring on his ring finger? What, oh what is that okay. about? Uh is Jean married? Well Jean had that thing with um the other Martian. I forget her name. Uh, but the the M other green Magan? Martian who is actually a white Martian? Yeah, yeah, yeah Magan. Are they But like, I don't know if they ever Are they like locked in Martian wed? I I don't remember them ever exchanging rings. Maybe they just forgot to take a ring off the actor. <laughs> <laughs> Has he always worn that, you think? Or is that you think it's just this one scene? I don't know. Hmm. Is Hank Henshaw supposed to be married? Because he's like still inhabiting Hank's body. But they're in the DEO. Yeah. And I think everybody yeah, I don't knows, know. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Going back to what you said. It's not just like the inner circle that knows that Kara is Kara. It's like uh -huh. everybody at the DEO also knows this. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Like, everyone at the DEO knows. <laughs> Which is a lot of people. <laughs> so Lena is like just about the last person. <laughs> it's pretty sad. Huh. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's that's all I got. All right. See you next week. <laughs>